shoes It's Jesus in the everyday me and you The good news in shoes This is the Good News Station WCNO Palm City Are you looking for inspiration? Would you like to develop or renew a relationship with God? Let us show you how. Tune in to the Focus on Jesus broadcast on Mondays and Fridays at 1 p.m. Right here on WCNO, the good news station. Remember to focus on Jesus. Jesus Jesus is Lord. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor. Letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. What happened to me? Somebody say, what happened to me? (laughs) How many know it's important to know what happened to us sometimes when we get into a relationship with Jesus Christ? I think there's a lot of times in the body of Christ, we really don't understand what happened to us when we became born again. 
Today's going to be very foundational because we're going to spend the next four or five weeks talking about what does this all mean? What really happened to me when I got born again? What am I guaranteed? What are the promises that are associated with me being a Christian? Where am I going? How did my life change? And why did it change? And is it for the better or is it just going to keep on being the same old thing? And I just got this new thing that I added to my life. Amen. I mean, if you look around in the culture today, on every sphere of life in the culture, we see, even when you watch the news today, we see an identity crisis taking place. People don't really know what's going on or who they are. Amen? If there's anything that's being contended for today, it's really for this. Who am I? Because oftentimes we don't even know who we are. Sometimes we, we, we feel one way one day and feel another way the next day. Amen? I mean, if you don't figure out who you are, amen, or, or, or who I am, then you never know what you got. Because you've got to know who you are to understand what you got. Huh? Come on, amen. You might have some stuff down there inside of you that you don't know that you have because you really don't understand who you are. I mean, there's a lot of people that qualify for the Christopher Columbus Award this morning. We even got a holiday acknowledging this guy. Y'all know that Columbus there. But do you realize that, that when Christopher Columbus left Europe, that he left not knowing where he was going. And when he got there, he didn't know where he was at. And when he got back to Europe, he didn't know where to tell him where he went. And we celebrate those people. We, we take a holiday. Amen. Huh? That ought to make some of us in here feel pretty good this morning because there's a lot of us here this morning that we don't know where we're going, don't know where we are when we're there, and don't know how to tell anybody where we were at when we came back from where we were. Mm. Praise the Lord. I mean, there's a lot of people that walk with Jesus today. They don't really know what happened to them when they entered into a relationship with Jesus. Don't exactly know what's going on in their life right now. Can't really put their finger on it. And if I have to tell somebody what Jesus did in my life, I really don't know how to explain what he did in my life today. So we're going to look at that today and try to figure out really what Jesus did for us. And we're going to spend a few weeks on this. Is that okay? Can we do that? The thing that I want to talk to you about today is, I want to talk to you about this. The title of the sermon today is, I got new jeans. I got new jeans. I'm not talking about Lee's or Levi's. I'm talking about jeans, like DNA jeans. Amen. Our scripture this morning is 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 23. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 23. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God which lives and abides forever. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Father, I thank you this morning for this word. I thank you, God, for truth that transforms us. Lord, I just thank you for the anointing that rests over this house today. Lord, for the the ground that's been saturated through praise and worship, Lord, as we come and celebrate who you are. And Lord, I thank you that right now, God, we receive what you have to equip us today. Lord, let us understand the foundational truths of our life, God, as we grow into the things that you have for us, for the destinies, God, for the purposes of our lives. Lord, for every avenue that we walk down, Lord, we humbly submit ourselves to you today for this teaching. Lord, let my words just be coated with the anointing of God today. Let them penetrate every heart with truth. Lord, give every person in this building, God, ears to hear. Father, I come against any distraction. Anything that would take away from the preaching of your word this morning. And Father, I declare in Jesus' name that your word does what it was sent to do in our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Slap somebody high five and say, I got new jeans. 
I got new jeans. <laughs> I mean, you know, understanding who you are in Christ is foundational to understanding the call of God that's on your life. Hmm? 136 times in the New Testament, we see these phrases, in Christ, in whom, or by whom, and it's used to describe what really is going on with us when we enter into a relationship with Jesus. Paul calls this the mystery of the gospel. Somebody say the mystery of the gospel. Hmm? And listen, when you realize that you were created in the image of God and you find yourself acting like something that is not like the image of God, then how many of you know that's really a mistaken identity? See, sin oftentimes is really just living in a mistaken identity. We're not living the life that we were meant to live. When Paul writes in his letters, he uses the term salvation or the term born again or the term in Christ. Peter comes along and uses the term again, born again. One place in Romans, Paul uses the word, I've been saved. Somebody say, I've been saved. I mean, we throw these words around the church pretty freely, don't we? I'm born again Christian. I'm saved. I'm the redeemed of the Lord. I'm on my way to heaven. Amen. I've been born again. I've been redeemed. And the question is, is what does that really all mean to us as believers today? Well, I've been born again. Well, I mean, to a person out there in the world, that really don't make no sense to them. What do you mean you've been born again? Huh? What are you talking about? Huh? But when we realize that what happened is, is that we got saved, when we got saved, we got Jesus. It wasn't just about religion. It was more about a relationship. And I did more than just make a couple of hours of commitment to a Sunday morning and a Wednesday night when I entered into this relationship with Jesus. I entered into a place of transformation. Somebody say transformation. My life was radically changed in every way. My life began to look different and sound different. I didn't walk the same. I didn't act the same. I looked a little bit different. I might not fully comprehend or understand everything that took place in my life, but I knew at that moment that I became an entirely different person. Do I got any amens in here this morning? How many of you know you're not the same as you used to be? Amen? Mm-hmm. How many know there are in the Bible, the Bible talks about two different kinds of people. It talks about saints and it talks about sinners. Yeah, one person that knows that. Come on. If you go down to Club Med, they got a saints course and a sinners course. I ain't never played them. I was always afraid to play on the sinner's course. I always thought I might kill a duck or something. Now, a lot of times when you hear that word saints, it's like this. We think about it, well, that's somebody that died hundreds of years ago, and we finally somehow canonized them and made a memorial to them, and we mark them as saints, and we give them a special place. And, and, and in some religions, how I many you know that people pray to the saints, and they light candles for saints? Does anybody know what I'm talking about this morning? Amen? And they become saints so-and-so, and the rest of us, we're not saints. If we're not a saint, then we're a sinner. A lot of places teach that. Amen? There's a few different saints, and the rest of us are just trying to bump on along to go along to try to make it into heaven. But how many know that word for saint today means something different than that? That word for saint today means that we are born again. It means a holy believer. Somebody say a holy believer. It's not just St. Paul, St. Peter, St. James, and St. Bernard. Come on. Amen. You're laughing, but there really was a St. Bernard. Huh? That's why they call that dog a St. Bernard, because he rescued people the way St. Bernard. We won't go down there. <laughs> a holy believer. It's somebody that has just made a decision that believed Jesus is who he says he is, and he did what he said he did. 
They believe him. Amen. And therefore, my life is what God says my life is. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It is what God says it is. And Paul, in just about every one of his letters, he begins this. He says, I'm writing, this is what he says. He says, I'm writing to the faithful saints who are at Ephesus. I'm writing to the saints in Corinth. I'm writing to the saints in Rome. In Paul's mind, everybody that had a born-again experience was a saint. Come on, look at the person next to you and say, hello, saint. You're a saint this morning. Everybody in this building this morning is a saint. You have a standing before God Almighty, and it's called a saint. (laughs) You can come in here and say, hey, St. Mike, hey, St. Joyce, hey, St. Tom, and it would be accurate. Matter of fact, I think if we all started doing that, people might draw some attention to the church. Let's just stop saying brothers and sisters. We'll start saying saint. (laughs) Y'all think I'm messing with you. I'm being serious right now. Hmm? (laughs) And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church. There is a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. Now, in Bible terms, the word sinner literally means somebody who's prone to sin. That's really what sinner means. So how many of you know, watch this, if I continue to call myself a sinner, then I'm empowering and I'm giving myself faith to continue to believe that I am prone to sin. Huh? So what happens when you call somebody a sinner? That means that they sin. In other words, we live with a nature that is attracted more to sin than it is to God. So we're attracted by the sins of the world rather than by the nature of God. But how many know when you're born again, then that nature changed? You have a changed nature. Somebody say, I have a changed nature. How many recognize that something different happened and you're not still a sinner who just happened to experience a little bit of grace? You are now a saint that has been changed by the living power of God, by the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross, and you're no longer the same as what you used to be. You become a whole new person. Not a, not a different form of you, but a whole new person. Amen. Because how many know if you keep a sinner mentality, then you'll be prone to faith by keep believing that's what you are. And you'll keep falling and you'll keep sinning and and, and you'll keep on messing up. The truth of the matter is, is that my identity was changed when I entered into a relationship with Jesus and I began to take on his identity. Praise the Lord. Listen, if you want to walk confident before God, it's going to have to be based on your identity. It's going to be coming out of who you think you are. That's why we're answering the question, who am I this morning? If you want to have confidence before God, if you want to have consistency in your walk with Christ, if you want to overcome those things that seem to be dogging you all the time, it's going to be based on your identity. Who do you say you are? Who do you recognize that you're in with this morning? Amen? If you're going to have boldness of faith, it's going to come out out of your identity. Somebody say identity. 
Who do you believe that you really are this morning? That's a good question to ask yourself. Who am I? What does this all mean? Hmm? If you believe that some days you have days that you win and some days that you lose, then you'll spend your whole life inconsistent in your walk with God. If you believe sometimes things go your way and sometimes they don't go your way, your relationship with Jesus will remain inconsistent. So who am I? But listen, if you believe that you've been born again and you've been saved and you've been changed and my nature has been changed, I've got a new nature, I'm not the same, then I can be confident, then I can be consistent, then I can be full of faith in my walk with Christ and I can identify with Christ. Hallelujah. How many of you believe that this morning? Now, how many of you know most of us, we've been, we've been trained to believe that there's nothing good in me. We, we get raised that way, you know, there's nothing good in me. But Paul is writing to, to this guy in Philemon, chapter 1, verse 6. Same verse we talked about last week. I want to bring it up again. Amen? It's that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. We talked a little bit about the confession last week. And Paul's writing to this guy. This guy is a slave. And he said, if you want your faith to become effective, if you want your faith to become energized, this is how you do it. You have to begin to acknowledge every good thing that is in you. Somebody say acknowledge. Acknowledge. How? In Christ. What has Christ done for you? Don't acknowledge all the good stuff that you think you got. Acknowledge all the good things that are in you that Christ put in you. That is in Christ. Somebody shout in Christ. In other words, the good things that are in me are not in me because of Jason. The good things that are in me are in me because of Jesus. Not because Jason is a good person some of the time, but because God is a good God all of the time. Amen? And he said that thing that causes your faith to be energized, that thing that causes your faith to be effective, is that you continually acknowledge what Christ has done in your life. Somebody say, i got to continue to do that. Hmm? Now, I want to read this in the, uh, the ladies' version of the Bible. You know, the one that has a whole bunch of words, the Amplified. <clears throat> Verse 6. Is everybody all right? No, it's not. It's true. Women use about 10 words for every one word we use. That's the way God made us. Women are better communicators. It's the truth. I can solve a problem with two words. It'll take Kim five paragraphs sometimes. Come on, y'all know that. Am I, see, I'm preaching good right now. Let's read this in the Amplified. And I pray that the participation in and sharing of your faith may produce and promote full recognition and appreciation and understanding and precise knowledge of every good thing That is ours in our identification with Christ Jesus and unto his glory. Paul said, I want you to have full recognition and appreciation and understanding and precise knowledge of what happened in you through Christ. Get a hold of it. Appreciate it. Understand it. Recognize it. Put it in action. Believe on it. Come on, somebody. Amen. Somebody say full recognition. Here's what he's saying. He's saying by you acknowledging what happens and recognizing how, he's talking about with our identification in Christ, with Christ, that we're identifying with him. 
See, it's not, listen, some of us, we get our identity from everything but Christ. We get our identity from our job. We'll get our identity from our social standing, our, our financial strength. Some people get their identity through their race. Hmm? Like, I'm white. I'm black. As if you had anything to do with it. Come on, amen? Some people get it from their gender. I'm a man. I'm a woman. Duh. Now, we got people that base their identity on their nationality. I'm Mexican, I'm Puerto Rican, I'm American, I'm Canadian. Really? You look like a human being to me. This is the species of the human race, amen? And this is what Paul said. He said, your faith is never going to be energized by getting your identity from any of those places. You'll never have effective faith by believing that you are this or that you're that or you come from here, you come from there. He says, our identification comes from the full recognition and the understanding and the precise knowledge of what Christ has done in our life. That's who we identify with. We identify with Christ. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? You are in him. Praise the Lord. Amen. Woo. Hallelujah. And if you don't know you're in him, then you got some problems. Hmm? Because you don't know who you are. Praise the Lord. Hmm? If you don't understand, you get a full understanding of what happened in Christ on our behalf, then your identification is going to be all messed up. You're going to identify with different things every day of the week. You're going to become schizophrenic and paranoid and deal with all that stuff out there. Come on. That somebody's going to have to write you a prescription just so you can believe in who you think you are. Because you really think you are something or someone that you're not. And you've believed a lie and based your life on it. See, that's really what's going on with Caitlin. Don't know who they are. Is this okay? Can we talk about this? Is that all right? Everybody say identification. Say, well, what does identification mean? Here's what it means. To be made identical. Ooh, that's deep. That's real deep, isn't it? <laughs> identical. Just like something. I'm going to be just like something. Amen? It means to be made identical. One definition means to be linked to something as to give it, give it its identity. So when I have an identification with Christ, watch this. That means I have been made identical. Here's the gospel message in a nutshell, if you really want to know what the gospel message is. God became identical to me. He became just like me so I could become identical to him and I could become just like him. Amen. Amen. God became fully man so that man could become fully like God. So that man could move from a place of sin, come on, hallelujah, into a place of victory. Do you believe that this morning? Hmm? That I no longer am seen through my natural standing, but now I'm seen by God through my spiritual standing. Who I am in Christ. When God sees me, he sees Christ. When God sees you, he sees Christ. He don't see your mess and he don't see your problems. He sees Christ. And he wants you to live your life from that perspective. We just keep living our life from our mess. <laughs> Amen? Hmm? Now listen, everything that God did in Christ, he did it for us, as if we were right there. And that hit the wall. Every, everything that God did in Christ, he did it for us, as if we were there. I mean, Jesus didn't need to be born again. 
Hello, come on, amen. Jesus didn't need to be saved. Jesus didn't need to be forgiven, amen, because he never sinned. He never did anything wrong. Everything that God did for us through Christ, it's, it's for us. It wasn't for Jesus. He did it for us. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says this. He that knew no sin became sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.